Recently, Rachel and I got to take a trip back to Missouri, and uh, we got to visit the, uh, the, the one of the ministries that, that we both worked at and served at, and you'll never guess what we saw, and I'll tell you in just a second. But first, hey, welcome to today's Cornerstone Connection. Well, we were just so blessed to see how the ministry was growing. They made this really cool new video studio to release brand new amazing content for kids. It was just really, really cool to see. It was so neat to see how the ministry was just has just been growing in this year since even since we left. You know, um, it's interesting that we come to this passage of scripture here in John chapter 17, where Jesus is prays and catches a glimpse for those people that are going to be saved as a result of what his disciples will even do. Well, well, here's the context as we, as we come into John chapter 17. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he knows it's about time for him to be crucified. Judas has left and has betrayed him, and Judas will soon be on his way to come and to with the, with the guards to arrest Jesus, and he knows his time is, is coming to a close. But he goes into this Garden of Gethsemane, and he begins, and, and the Bible says he prays so intensely that tears of blood fall down from his eyes as he says this amazing prayer. Now, much of this prayer starts off as being a vertical prayer, as Jesus prays for, for himself and he glorifies God. And, and then it becomes an outward, we call it a vertical and then a horizontal as God begins to pray for his disciples. But then I, I really found this part so, so cool. And I hope you do too. Um, in chapter 17, if you jump down to verse 20, it says, I don't ask for these only, meaning his disciples, but also for those who will believe in me through their word that they may all be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, and they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me." I thought that was just so cool. This is literally an example of one of our church values, which is passing the baton. Jesus is passing the baton onto his disciples as he begins to pray for those people that will come to trust and believe in him, not even by what Jesus has said that on earth, but by what his disciples are going to do. Paul writes about what Jesus is, is showing, what Jesus shows, Paul describes, and he does it in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. What does Paul say? He says, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. You know, all of us have people that, that are watching us, believe it or not, and, and, and we all have people that we can be encouraging encouraging to, to do what? To take the baton and to run with it, that they might grow their ministry. And that is such a cool thing to see. Well, just as Jesus had prayed for those, and he started off by praising God first, and then he went, he prayed for others. I thought it'd be a really cool idea to do something kind of non-conventional, I guess, here at this Cornerstone Connection. But I'd like us to pray together. You know, thinking about Jesus and, with his, and his prayer back in the Garden of Gethsemane, but I like for us to pray together, and, and, and I'm going to lead the prayer, but I'm going to lead two specific blanks. And I would encourage you, wherever you are, you know, maybe you're at home and you can pray out loud, or you're in the car listening and you can pray out loud. Maybe you're at work and, 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 and you might write your prayer down on a piece of paper. But as we come to these blanks, I want you to pray the parts of the blanks. So the, the, the first thing is, is I'm gonna, I want to thank, I just want to say, God, I thank you because you blank or because you are blank and think of some adjective that you might praise God for. Maybe you want to praise God because he's loving. Maybe you want to praise God because he's forgiven your sins. Maybe you want to praise God because he is blessing your family. 
right? Maybe, maybe, maybe you want to say, God, thank you that I can trust you to provide for my grandchildren. Whatever the case may be, fill in that blank. God, I thank you for that you are a loving God, that you're a merciful God. You're, whatever it is, it's on your heart. Just speak it to God. And then I want to say, and then I'm going to do another, the second part, which is, God, would you increase the ministry of blank? And would you fill in that blank? Maybe you want to pray and say, God, would you increase the ministry of Pastor Andy? Maybe you want to, maybe you're thinking of Pastor Matt, right, on sabbatical. God, would you increase the ministry of Pastor Matt? Maybe you're thinking of, 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 of somebody else that you know personally. Would you pray for them right now here today? This would be a cool thing. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, I praise you, God, because you are... Lord, the, the word that came to my mind is you are trustworthy in all of life's seasons, God. You are trustworthy. And now, Father, I pray that you might increase the ministry of. And Father, on my heart is Pastor Matt. I pray, Lord, that you might increase his ministry and increase the ministry of all of our youth workers. Lord, we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, hey, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and thank you for praying. See you next time.